I'm looking over. We have spiraled out of control. Yeah, it's very incredibly crazy. Wolf Ticks has gone real fast. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wolf Ticks. I'm Ron Erickson the second, and I am Patrick Pope, the one, the only. And you're listening to Silver Lake's finest MMA podcast. In fact, I would say this is the gentleman's MMA podcast. It really is. A bunch of gentlemen's are we? Uh, we're sipping. We're sipping snifters of. Whiskey right now? No, I have a little vodka. Oh, it's vodka. Sorry, uh, you only abide the white liquors in like your the podcasting. I like the clear liquors. The brown liquors give me the vapors. <laughs> Patrick, you got a where's your podcasting hat? Is uncomfortable? Oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yes, I have a giant foam ten gallon cowboy hat. Wow. Uh, which is now my new podcasting hat. <laughs> it's hard to look at you and not want to just punch you right in the face. <laughs> Would this be like a really fun thing to wear at a weigh-in? <laughs> yes, absolutely. It doesn't weigh much either, so no, it, no, it wouldn't affect that. the scale. No, no, it wouldn't. I, and I cut I cut real low when I get on the scale. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm two pounds under, typically, so I could easily have this foam hat. You're just talking a lot. No, no, no. The presidential You're debates. wrong. No, no. You're wrong. Ron, how did you feel about the debate tonight? Tonight, uh, the last presidential debate, Hillary wearing a white uh, Ann Taylor loft sort of power suit. Mm, and mm, man. They, they were in, I think they were great in Las Vegas. Great cut on that suit. Great cut. Really fitting. Um, I believe they were in Las Vegas. I, I listened to it on my ride home. What did you think? Um, yeah, since there weren't any fights, <laughs> this weekend. that was the only fight to, that was the only fight that we got to listen to. Uh, I thought I've listened to all the debates, including the, uh, vice presidential debates. And I think actually Trump, if, it, if I were going to take it to a decision, Trump won this one. Really? Yeah. And I, th I just think he had the sickest burns. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sick burn, Trump. And uh, you know the whole WikiLeaks thing. Uh, I I think it, 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 Hillary was a wounded duck yeah. out yeah, there. It's true. That some of that shit is undeniable. They're both pretty awful. Oh, like yeah. I mean, and obviously Hillary's the lesser of two evils. But yeah, the, there was there's some wounding there that she just you can't skirt. It's like, dude, you 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 should be in jail. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, there are people in jail for less than she has done. Uh, I think the moderator, I forget his name, uh, was asking Trump uh, about because Trump says he's gonna, he is gonna put her in jail once he becomes president, in, which is insane. Yeah, he mentioned that uh, he was like Donald. Uh, we have a, we have there's a, throughout our nation's history, uh, we must come. We presidents have come together once the election is over and oh, yeah, ag that. agreed to be part of. Uh, work together for well, a better I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it on the night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll see what I have in front of me at that time. Man, just the sick burns. Uh, yeah. What are some other great highlights? Uh, the abortion thing was crazy. Yes. 
was crazy. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend, she got a sick political burn from that. Oh, yeah. He was talking about, oh, so what, Hillary, what you're going to do is approve that uh, a nine-month-year-old fetus be, be ripped out of the mother's womb at nine months. Uh, yeah. And uh, my girlfriend was like, oh, Hillary should have just said, if you're pro-life, then why would you want to risk the mother's life? And I was like, oh, that is a very interesting point. Hey, Jackie, that's smart. Yeah, I think she should run for president next. Yes, Jackie is going to run for president. Jackie 2020 or whatever it is. <laughs> Jackie 20, yeah, she, she's young, so maybe 2050. 2050? Oh, yeah, you got to be 35, right? Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness. Put, put me in, coach. Put, I'm, I'm, I'm 35 <laughs> as of right now. I feel equipped to run this country just as much as Donald Trump. The conspiracy theorist in me was almost titillated by this debate because there was a lot of conspiracy theory floating around, which is so rare. It just does. They, the fact talk, that it has made the national debate tells you where we are. Yeah, it was insane. They were like, uh, she said, oh, the, uh, it's clear that the WikiLeaks about me are Russia, Putin trying to uh, trying to sabotage me. Yeah. And. Donald Trump comes back. With, she has oh, no idea. She has no idea. She uh, is trying to sabotage my debates. That's why there's been riots and everything. They are paying people $1,500 to start riots at my what debates. What in the fuck? Like, what is going on? This is People are talking about some crazy conspiracy theories. It is full on fecal matter throwing. They <laughs> I, are throwing <laughs> shit at each other. I thought Alex Jones was going to come on in there. You know, <laughs> you know well, you know what blows me away? Alex Jones is super into Trump. And he, Trump's a war hawk. And one thing that I always liked about Alex Jones is that Alex Jones is a non-interventionalist. He does not want military presence. He wants to scale back the military-industrial complex. And that was like a big thing that I was always like, the dude's crazy, but I love that. Mm -hmm. And he always championed people like Ron Paul, who kind of had that, that sort of appeal. And now he's completely behind... Donald Trump and I and I'm just I'm blown away. Now I did have this thought, and it's funny you brought up Alex Jones, and now this this loops up. If let's just say Trump wins, and everyone's just like, "Holy shit, yeah. here here comes hell!" Right? But let's say he gets in there, cracks the books open, and says, "9/11 was an inside job. Here's the truth. These people all need to go to jail." Mind blow. Whoa. Obama is Kenyan. Here's the proof. <laughs> Mind blow. Here's what happened in Roswell. Mind blow. Like, what if he just gets in there and fucking really, like, opens up and shows... What if he become? I mean, would that not be the greatest president of all times? He gets in there and says, like, look at how fucked up this shit is, and now the public needs to know. Yeah. Like, all you conspiracy theorists out there, guess what? You weren't batshit crazy. You, yeah, yeah. He gets George Bush in there and, like, takes off his mask. He's just, like, a reptilian. See? How dare you? We'll have your soul, Trump. I told you guys. Yeah. <laughs> this, these are the type of people that are president. Bill Clinton's a reptile. Yeah. Hillary's next. Stay tuned after this commercial break. <laughs> We're going to set her on fire. <laughs> she won't burn. She won't burn. She's an interdimensional space being. <laughs> but wouldn't that be some shit? That would be pretty cool. And then you think about that reality, and she's like, "That's not, that's not real." Like that, that to me, that that the fact that like you have to elect a Looney Tune to like prove all that shit to me just says it's not, it's not real. 
it's fake. Yeah, conspiracy theory is uh, at most um, entertaining. It's exceptionally entertaining. It's entertaining. I, uh, my father, in his wisdom, just said like there, you know, there really is no conspiracy. There is no, and he was, you know, a pretty libertarian person. Uh, the the sun goes up, the sun goes down. There's no one really trying to pull the wool over our eyes. It's really just a big bunch of bureaucratic mess. And uh, at the end of the day, um, everything's okay. People love to just freak out. I I, I like that. I mean, yeah. which which shouldn't you shouldn't say that uh, we shouldn't be questioning our politicians nope. and challenging them. But uh, you know, I talked to uh, a guy who actually worked at the White House. And this was when I was completely brainwashed by conspiracy yeah. <laughs> theories and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I talked to him something like, oh, yeah, you know, the man. And, uh, you know, it's all about the bankers. Uh, own the us. bankers. Well, I don't yeah, disagree the Knights, with that. The yeah. Knights Templar. Yeah. Or, and he was like, mm, yeah, you know what? It's just it's just a bunch of people like clocking in and clocking out. To your point, to and that's where I lost kind of. I kind of derailed there. My father said, "It is a all it is is a bunch of people trying to keep their job. That's all this is. Is there's a bunch of people trying to keep their job? Yeah, well, and a bunch of people that have a passion for changing the world. Right. No one would. I, it's crazy to think that anyone would want to be the president of the United States strictly because they like. I just want." power like this generic power mm-hmm. you know there are people that genuinely want to change the world they want to shape yeah. it in their right. way and to do that on the current stage of media you have to have a lot of money and to have a lot of money you got to fucking line your pockets with bureaucratic mess and lobbyist mess and yeah, yeah i mean it, it becomes just such a big clusterfuck that it's so easy to be like it can't be this simple it has to be the illuminati it has to be <laughs> The bushes. It has, you know, it has to be this crazy thing, and it's the truth is, it's it's not. And and, and you know, I, I even asked my dad, is like, well, what about the Bilderberg Group? And he goes, man, I've been freaking out about the Bilderberg Group since 1970. Like he's like, I've known about that shit, and when I was your age, I freaked out in the same way you did. And it's like a bunch of rich people get together and talk about how to aggregate their wealth and keep it. And my dad was like, duh. Yeah. If you're a rich person, you want to hang out with other rich people and talk about how to stay rich. Yeah, it's what? only natural. You don't want to hang out with some broke dude. No. In their apartment. Duh. Podcasting about MMA. And, yeah. <laughs> and no, debunking no, debunker, debunkers. Ain't no president going to walk in here. Uh, remember uh, Skull and Bones? Remember Skull and Bones? Dude, well, I mean, it's all part of a tri-tiered system where, you know, there's the... You know the fraternal sides that influence the the commission side, that influence the political side, the lobbyist side, and then they, you know, they all get in office. But of course, of course, these are the of course people that come from Skull and Bones try to get in office. It's like that's what they're doing. That's what Skull and Bones is about. My girlfriend uh, went to Yale, and uh, I asked her. I was like, "Oh, Skull and Bones," because Skull and Bones is from Yale. Yeah. And uh, she was like, oh, yeah, I was in a secret society, too. Yeah. We were called Knives and Forks. Yeah, Skull and Bones is just like part of Knives and Forks. And there's like map- napkins yeah. and yeah. tray. And the, yeah. you know, do, they, all... do they do some occultist shit? Yeah. yeah. On Halloween, when you go to a haunted house, isn't it not the same thing? You're just not doing it on like a collegiate level. 
they are just like super smart people getting really fucked up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> On some Satan shit. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it's in Yale. All of those people are operating on an extremely high level. Yeah. I think that it's just hard for the every man, myself included in that, to understand what it is to be a person like that. Sure. You know, I, t- I talk to uh, friends of hers and they're all like, oh, yeah, um, I'm starting a school. Uh-huh. You know, um, I am opening up my own dental practice mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm getting into law so that I can, yeah. uh, and because, save Haiti yeah. and all this stuff and they're doing it. And I'm like, Oh wait, how, how do you do that? Like, you and must because, be. And, and you know how it's because they're part of fraternal organizations with people who are very, who grow to be very successful yeah. and connected. Like, of course people <laughs> organize and, and you can, there's so much organization that it gets to a point where it's just pure ridiculous bureaucracy and it's so simple that it is easy to be like it can't be this simple it has to be the dark hand of satan you know what i mean like it's but yo reptilians are real but reptilians yeah, are yeah, real now that, okay good i'm glad we both agree on that one and i still have a hard time believing that there isn't some sort of like i wish that what i this is what i think i think that the government knows there is there is extraterrestrial life I don't know what to what level, but for whatever reason, they won't just come out and be like, yeah, man, like we see UFOs all the time. We've made contact in these kind of ways. Uh, so you think that most of the crazy conspiracies are just are have no basis whatsoever, but aliens are real. <laughs> and they and know you contradict yourself <laughs> yes and, and, the, yeah, go- man, I think and aliens, the government knows i think aliens are real and i think our intelligence knows something that they're not telling us for whatever reason I, I i think that there is alien life but i'm i'm definitely not certain that we've been able to find it hmm. or it's been able to find us yeah well, yeah. we don't even know how many universes there are. Right. Yeah. We, we don't. So. We don't. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we, I don't think we could ever know. We'll never, we will never know. In our lifetimes or just ever, ever? No. Humanity will never know. What? That's how many there are. Patrick, that's a bold statement. We, you think one day we'll be like, okay, so we've categorized and counted them. There are this many universes. Uh, oh yeah, good point. I mean, and by yeah, universe, do you mean solar systems with like binary star systems or so singular star systems? Uh, co- collections of galaxies mm-hmm. and stars. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, there's no way. Interesting. So, do you think that? Uh, first of all, do you buy into the Big Bang theory? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, what I buy into is that that's like as good a guess as any. Yeah. So. Uh, with your thinking, the Big Bang sort of created our universe, and which will eventually be destroyed. But there, there could possibly have been billions of other Big Bangs, sort of outside whatever matter ex- expanding and and imploding and and pulling back together and expanding. Yeah, sure. Interesting. What if this is like that? What if we're on our twentieth Big Bang? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know if that's actually scientifically possible because everything in our universe will eventually 
turn into nothing. Mm -hmm. But uh, the energy eventually will go away. Yeah. Well, and I love the fact that, you know, we've proven that we're expanding, right? Everything is pulling, pushing, pushing out and it is accelerating. Like we're in a time right now where that is, that push out is, is accelerating. What does that even mean? What does that mean, man? What does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. I think there's something like in, uh, how long is our earth going to last? Something like a hundred million more years, but we're not going to last. No, that much longer. Humanity will be able to die in like a couple million years. Yeah. Which brings me to my point. Uh, and this is what I hate about politics, and I hate about Democrats and Republicans and all of the nonsense. What about communists? Any of them. I, I don't care. What I do care about is that humanity should realize that the answers are out in space. And that if we want to build industry, we have to stop fighting each other. And we, one of these nations, one of these powerful nations has to say, we're going to be a nation of peace and we're going to go to the stars. And we're going to throw our entire collective economy, our muscle, our education systems, all of it at going to space. Our destiny is in the stars and we're going to leave this planet. And if we don't start acting in such a way that gets us there in a thousand years we're never going to do it we have to learn to tolerate we have to learn to love and if we want to create an economy that is unified and truly global space is the answer i am licking my stamp on my vote in mail and i'm putting it the space party on it i want to start the space party our destiny is in the stars stop the war machine Gear it towards space exploration. Well, what Patrick is saying uh, sounds great, but uh, he said some very lascivious things about women. <laughs> I have because I enjoy them so much. So space negated. <laughs> Do you want a president who has videos on the internet with titles such as "But Like a Meatloaf" or "Aricho Snatch"? Yeah, yes, actually. <laughs> Those are good, solid videos. When, when's the time going to come where we just evolve and it's like we just don't care about that stuff as much? I mean, it's it's shitty that Trump has some misogynist leanings. You know, it's shitty. But uh, he should just be able to admit that, like, yeah, yes, I have some whore. misogynist yeah. le- I have some misogynist leanings. But that's not going to affect my policies right. in any way. You know, Bill Clinton got a blowjob and that turned into this huge thing. People were talking about, let's get this guy impeached. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> but it's like, for what? Getting a blowjob? Don't you want a blowjob, sir or ma'am? Yeah. You need a blowjob, yeah, sir you guys or need, ma'am. Everyone here <laughs> needs a blowjob because you guys need to chill out. Everybody needs a blowjob. <sighs> Dude, space party, space blowjob party. I, I'm ready to go to space. I can't wait. But don't you think, like, if, if all of a sudden we were just like, we're not going to be a war, a warmongering con- uh, country. We're not going to police the world. We're not going. We're not going to have a military imprint on the world. What we are going to do is invite your best and your brightest and people that want to go to space and colonize the moon and colonize Mars and get out and go. Like, we want that. We want those people. Well, and you want to build a fucking industry, everything to space. 
I I don't think you have too many people dis- disagreeing, but I think what you're definitely creating a utopian world. You sure. Know? I want to live in that world, though. Yeah. I'd vote for the potential of that happening. Me too. But you only have eight years, Patrick, to make that. It's a move to make the worldwide space program happen. It's a movement, though, man. It's a movement. It definitely. It sounds like a futuristic movie starring Tom Cruise. Yeah. Right, the space party starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Could you imagine him giving like a presidential speech? He's so good at those sort of like intense. I want the truth. Yeah, <laughs> he's like you can't see his head because he's like shorter than the podium. <laughs> Everyone's talking about uh, Tom Cruise's lifters mm-hmm. rather than his uh, right. political stance. Well, they would be. That's that's the modern. I mean, it, 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 it's it's either space party or total idiocracy. Now that motherfucker believes in aliens. No shit, he does. No <laughs> Big deal. time. That guy wants to go to space more than anybody. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's level ten Thetan. He is. I mean, man, wouldn't you love? I mean, God. Speaking of conspiracy, does what at the top of that organization? You get the, I can't think of his name, the guy who's in charge. Elron Hubbard? Well, no, or the but, guy that's in charge. Yeah, David. Uh, Duchovny? No, no, David no. David Duchovny, David. yeah. He's, I can't think of his name. Um, but, you know, like, what is a dinner party with the top five Scientologists like? Are they just like, <laughs> we're really pulling the wool over their eyes, aren't we? I would hope not. Yeah. Those poor people. Those poor people. Uh, I feel like it would just be like, having dinner with any sort of religious weirdos <laughs> i'd love to be there yeah i would do it yeah and i think they they've got a great brunch over at the scientology center actually really yeah a free brunch every sunday it's not free no you have to pay for it but uh it's good they gotta they gotta have brunch going on over there oh nice yeah um so if anything what goes Scientology on? has some great brunch. Hare Krishna's. Have you ever been to the Hare Krishna's? And no, I've seen them. The food I, over I there? love watching them. They've got a great brunch too. Really? Yeah, and it's all Hare Krishna style. You know, there's a there's no meat, of course. No and meat. There's that, a lot of non bread. They use that ghee in everything. Okay, so it's yeah. Good. You come out a little unsettled. Yeah, but I used to go when I was very uh, broke, mm-hmm. because I think for two dollars or three dollars, you just kind of get all you can eat over there and it's just a hard Krishna guys like scooping some doll onto a paper plate I'm poor doll me up doll me up. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> all right when's the first Hari Krishna fighter gonna be no shit in? can you know? can Hari Krishna be fighters uh, good question hmm. don't know Conor McGregor's had some haircuts that sort of made him look Hari Krishna yeah he did <laughs> Remember that little do top thing he had? Dreadlock oh, yeah. tie up. Oh, that was cute. That was cute. That was those were the cute Connor days, the skeleton Connor days. Yeah. Well, here's something in the MMA world that ain't so cute. Mm, good segue. GSP out? Question mark. Yeah, is he really out? That's some conspiracy right there. That is, is he really out? And he's been very loud about his, you know, dissatisfaction with the UFC, and uh, and he hasn't really kept that under wraps and just kind of like made it a thing that's between him him and Dana. But it does seem that he's out of his contract, right? Yeah, I think that he's definitely out of his contract. But conspiracy theory here: is he out of the UFC? Is is he is he not going to fight in the UFC? Well. 
Well, what does it mean to be? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What does it mean to be out of your contract? And then, I mean, does that mean he's a free agent? Could Bellator scoop him up? And if that's the case, could you imagine him going to Bellator? It'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I, I feel like Bellator, I would start watching some more Bellator. They got, if they, I'm already going to. They got Shell, Chell and uh, fucking Rory. Yeah. Chell versus Tito Ortiz. Who do you have in that fight, Patrick? Come on. I have I have Chell son in 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 30 seconds by winner by sneezing. <laughs> I have Chell son in by ripping off Tito Ortiz's arms. Right? And beating them, beating him with them. Oh man. That is what not- an upset that would be if Tito could come out with a win, but that could, just can't be possible, can it? No. No, I just don't think he had I mean, Chell is a gamer. Yeah. He could get caught. Could he? No. Yeah, I You're haven't right. seen I haven't seen Tito look good in forever. And yeah. I watched I think I've watched all of his Bellator fights. That'd be a good fight for him anyway. Just you know, pay some bills. Pay some bills. You know, get get new dentures. Yeah. But I mean I, I think it's cool because Chell could like, you know, kinda have a little run at getting a belt and getting Famous all over again. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I would like it. Especially, I feel like uh, he was the first Conor McGregor in the UFC, mm-hmm. like as far as a trash-talking yeah. guy. But I feel like it's even more accepted. Like His banter game is even more ex- accepted now. I feel like it's something that's like a wine. It's gotten better with age. Absolutely. <laughs> and people are... Just, they're hungry for some more of that because you know, he's got, you know, Conor McGregor's cool, but he's got that bro banter. Yeah. It's just like, it's, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, oh, yeah, but you know, you're weak or like yeah. you're poor. Yeah. Something like, but Chael has like the serious, some serious burns. Like, totally. <clears throat> and what's great is that Tito is a total idiot. <laughs> like, that is going to be some of the most like cringe worthy exchanges. Oh, yeah. Well, you, uh, you have, <laughs> his head explodes. Yeah, right. Dude, Chael wins in the press conference by head explosion. <laughs> <laughs> it's a burn, the first UFC, or Bellator's first burn knockout. <laughs> Sick burn. <laughs> oh, Tito got roasted. Here's the thing, though. If GSP is fucking out, yeah. why... Why? Money. But Dana White has has said, and you know, this is what makes it so weird, is that that publicly Dana has been like, GSP doesn't want to come back. GSP doesn't want to come back, and then publicly G- GSP is like, I want to come back. Yeah. What well, the fuck? I think that he has an idea about what his value is, and they're obviously not paying him. Yeah. That much. But I mean, and it's all conspiracy theory that. He's just doing that to duck people like Robbie Lawler. Right. You know, and uh, um, Michael Bisping said that GSP was trying to duck him. Did too. you listen to Bisping's thing on like, I, you know, I'm I'm really sh- I'm, I really think you don't air your dirty laundry with, you know, out in public. You like keep it between between your boss and you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, GSP had a funny thing to say about that. He was like, well. That's all well and good. <laughs> that is, all well, that and is good. all well and good. But I hope that Michael Bisping 
got what he was worth, you know? It, yeah. He was just inferring that Michael Bisbing wasn't getting paid what he was worth. Right. Because George St. Pierre's whole theory, his whole platform is that fighters are getting ripped off, which is very true in a lot of sure. cases, you know? But, yeah. uh The Reebok deal sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> Having to see uh, him in Reebok will... I, I think I think it's a whole on it's a whole list of things. That, yeah, well, yeah. That, that's an interesting thing too because he's got mad brand endorsements uh, for like Nos, Under Armour, Hayabusa. Hayabusa. Yeah. I can't ever pronounce it right. I can't imagine Under Armour being like, "Yes, uh, George St. Pierre, please wear Reebok for your career." Right. Yeah. Not gonna do it. Uh, I I don't know what it means. I don't like it. I want GSP in the UFC because I want to see him fight. Tyron Woodley. I want to see him fight Conor McGregor. I want to see him fight Anderson Silva. That was seems to be that was a rumored thing. Yeah. Uh, that the for, fight that needed to happen. Yeah. I don't see why they can't just break him off a little of that money. Get some super fights happening. Get some super fights. I would Nick Diaz versus GSP makes the most sense, dude. Oh my god. Put them in a ring together again. That was a that was another one of the that was like a a, a Bisping uh, or like Mike, uh, Michael Bisping's uh, face was all battered and bruised. I think Nick Diaz had that same thing. George St. Pierre looked like shit. Yes, he looked like a pile of doo doo. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and Nick Diaz was like, uh, I have no idea. How I lost that fight. Can someone explain to me? <laughs> Can someone please uh, look at this guy? Uh, look at me. Explain to me. <laughs> explain to me. And Nick Diaz is easy to cut too. Which is... Yeah, yeah, dude. He's like, yeah, he's like cutting open a bag of bologna. I would love to see that rematch. I would love it. God. But Nick's not. Nick's still not fighting. So maybe... still no fights lined up for him. Maybe Nick's soon to be a free agent. I think Nick is waiting for that payday. Yeah. He's, he's not going to fight unless it's like a super fight. Yeah. You know, he's he's he's, he's bought into the like, all right, I'm going to make money with my mouth. Yeah. He's like, "Well, I'm I'm a millionaire, but my brother, my little brother is a tens of millionaire." Yeah. I got to get some of that money. Damn. The Diaz brothers finally rich. Yeah, that's crazy. They got to get more money. They need the trilogy fight with Connor or Nick, dude. Nick would Nick and Connor would never fight. Connor would never take that fight. No. Yeah. No, no, no. No. That's scary. What the, about the, Nate Nick? Nate Nick? Oh <laughs> shit. No, they would never. They would no, never. No. It's like the Klitschko's won't fight each other. Yeah. Uh dude, I don't know what happens with GSP. I have to tell you, like, it'll be a very weird day if he like truly is out of the UFC and goes to Bellator or does something like that. Yeah. I think I, my theory is that He's out of his contract, but then the UFC eventually will come back and they'll be able to reopen the negotiations. With some super fights. It's the freak show time. Yeah. Yeah. Which we all want to see. And I think it's, you know, Bellator is going to be like, well, uh, we'll give GSP a ton of money. Yeah. We're okay with that. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, well, maybe we do want some GSP, actually. Mm -hmm. Just kidding. Mm -hmm. Just kidding, my uh, French-Canadian buddy. But look, GSP goes to Bellator. Who does he fight? Rory. Wow. Which they've said publicly that they they will never fight. They won't do it. Really? They're from the same gym. I mean... Oh, they'll, they'll fight. Rory has said a lot of stuff about how he wants that money. Yeah. 
I bet if they, I bet if they upped his check a little bit, he'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, my kid's hungry. Me so hungry. You know what's funny? I just this just came to my mind that Rory uh, has a lot of the same philosophies about uh, the US, UFC and fighting in general and like fighters pay. He's very verbal and very open about that. I wonder if George St. Pierre got in his head. I think he did. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say I think he I, did. Yeah. I, I agree. If, he, this, this is, if we're going to do some uh, MMA conspiracy. MMA conspiracy. It's a, it was destined to happen all along. Uh-huh. Rory complains. GSP is asking for too much money. They're both in Bellator getting paid twice as much to do the same job. And they fight each other. That would be a fucking pay-per-view explosion for Bellator. I would fucking get it. I would buy that. Yeah, but they don't do pay for be- pay for views. Pe- Bellator does. They do. Yeah. When? They've I done, thought they, they were all on uh, just on television for free. For free? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Dude, man. Yeah, no. Bellator's done pay per view, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, we got to look this up. Let's. Now. I, I want to fact check right now. Yeah, well, let's. <laughs> I love we, that we know absolutely dick about Bellator. <laughs> we need to have actually. We need to have. Somebody sitting here that doesn't say anything, but they do. Yeah, fact, they do it. They fact check. Yeah, they do it. Get out of here. Yeah. What? Yeah. Their big events are pay per view. Was Kimbo pay per view? Yeah, uh, yeah, and some of their like because they do the tournament style, and they also do like in nights they'll do like a Muay Thai fight and a. Uh, yeah, for sure. Oh. Well, I stand corrected. You know what? Hillary Clinton would never say that. But I'm saying it right now. I stand corrected. I stand corrected, sir. Yeah, I, I am I am openly, right here on this podcast, willing to admit that I am wrong. I was wrong. Ron, that takes a big man. And I am big. You are a big man. <laughs> I am a I big mean, boy. And what I have to say to the Wolf Ticks listeners is, do you really want a man on your podcast who is just never wrong? And doesn't ever have to apologize for being wrong. Someone who just can't allow themselves to be vulnerable, even though it's so obvious. Right. They just can't open up their heart. No. Do you want someone that's just guarded, that's not going to be real with you? Yeah. Someone who's, say, an only child. (laughs) Patrick, (laughs) don't, don't turn this into some Patrick bashing. My point is, Ron, you're a, you're a sweet man. <laughs> sweet like stevia. Dude, sweet like stevia. Speaking of stevia and sweetness. Oh, this segue is going to be awesome. What, what do you got? When you think of how sweet it is to be Tony Ferguson. <laughs> I got no segue. Wow, we don't know what to think about GSP. We got to see what's going on. But right now, it's time to go full throttle Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> the worst segue. Yes. Full throttle Ferguson. Ron, who is Tony Ferguson? Um, that's a good question. That's a question that we've been uh, asking ourselves because we are not the MMA experts that we make ourselves out to be. Well, sometimes I just don't know certain things. Yeah, you can't, you can't know every fighter. But What yeah. I do know is that when it comes to stirring the pot, mixing things up, talking the shit, Tony Ferguson's at it. 
He sure is. He's become a real shit stirrer. A uh, little brief history on him. He's an Ultimate Fighter 13 winner. Yeah. Huge. That is it's huge. a big deal. Um, and none of the people that he fought either. I don't think any of them are in the UFC. No, not none really. of them made it. Nah, they didn't really. They didn't really do it. He's fighting out of Ventura, California. Oh, I love Ventura. Loves me some Ventura. Beautiful, great surfing. He's a uh, he's a tenth planet jujitsu guy. Really? Yeah. He's probably into conspiracy theory. Totally. I mean, tenth planet itself, just in the name. Um, and he uh, he fights at one fifty five, and he has a fight coming up with Rafael Dos Anjos. That's crazy. Um, he's got an insane win streak. Yes. Insane. Yeah. I think right now, what does he have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, seven, eight wins. Yes. Eight wins in a row. His last loss was against uh, Michael, Michael Johnson. Johnson, and that. Ain't no shame in that. Ain't no shame because in that. Because Michael Johnson is a beast. Michael Johnson still he is a beast, still a beast. And he lost that by decision. Yeah. But he's been fucking since 2013 on a, on a tear. Yeah. My and he's goodness. now at the precipice. I mean, he beats Dos Anjos. It's title time. Uh, does it say there what his ra- his ranking is? Um, I'm in, so curious. In 155, I think he's uh, top four. Top four? Oh, wow. I think it's, I think it's um, uh, Eddie. Dos Anjos, um, Khabib, Ferguson, and it might be Ferguson Khabib. Interesting. Yeah, Dos Anjos is number two. Yeah. Interesting. Not that those rankings mean dick, but yeah. Wow, what a um, what a streak! I'm looking here on uh, the. He's a, and he's dude. He's a beast. He's a scary beast. I don't want to fight him. How? Who do you got for Dos Anjos? Ferguson. Well, um, I say um, Rafael loses again. Yeah. I'm you think sad. he's on a down- downward spiral? Mm, I think so. And yeah. uh, I think t- is, Tony Ferguson is uh, super good on the ground. Yeah. If uh, yes. I recall correctly. And uh, Rafael, he's good. But uh, he's also, well, I don't know. He's so good at takedown defense. Yeah. Now I don't know. Now yeah. I might take that back. I might take it back now. And do, I, I mean, it, the, the question is, is the fire in the eyes. Does, does Dos Anjos, is he like, I want that fucking strap back? Yes. I got caught. That's all that happened. Yeah. I think he wants it back. Yeah. But uh, gosh, I don't know. Maybe it's Dos Anjos by KO. Now that now that I'm remembering uh, the, the, the amazing takedown defense he has. It's mm-hmm. so good. I personally think Ferguson is a bad man. I love all the shit talking he's doing. I think he's taking a lesson from sort of the modern age of shit talking and how you get you know, you get you get your number called up when you like get the eyes on you. Uh, but I think Dos Anjos is gonna put him away. Ooh. It's going to yeah. be sweet. It'll be sweet. I think Dos Anjos is going to hit him really hard a lot. You used to be um, a big fan of Dos Anjos. I think he's a great champ. Yeah. Loved him as a champ. He was a great Brazilian champ. He spoke English. He spoke to the Brazilian people as well. Um, I really wanted to see Conor Dos Anjos. So yeah. bad. Yeah. So bad. I feel like he, Dos Anjos would have got caught. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, 
we're not even going to talk about 205 yet because we'll, we'll get there on a later podcast. But oh, I'm so excited. What a juicy burger that is to bite into. We still have to wait uh, another week before we can um, really go, go before the fight, yeah. before um, fight night. We have, yeah, three weeks. We're three weeks out. My goodness. Two and weeks out from fight night and then a week out after that. Wow. 205. Jeez. That's what happens when there's no MMA to watch. I start like watching politics and stuff like that. I know, right? It's so boring. <laughs> Ew. I tried to watch like one, I don't know what they're calling, one batter up for the World Series or whatever they're going on right now. LA Dodgers are playing. <laughs> the one batter up I game. tried to watch one batter up and just like three pitches into it was like, God, this is so boring. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I actually watched the last, um, the last out of, uh, I guess it was probably so two So last games. batter up? The last batter is that what you just said? I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, last batter up, last batter up. Yeah, I um, watched one batter up. You watched the last batter out. Okay. Yeah, I watched the and it was kind of exciting. But I wondered about like all those people in the bar. I was like, how long have you guys been in this bar watching this game? Because baseball is so long. God, and I watch. I walk past sports bars on Saturdays and just see them like. Oh, this is clearly a Ravens bar. Oh, this is where the whatever team, like, you know, it's like, what is wrong with you people? You can't come in here with that Giants hat. Don't you do that, sir. We're repping the Doyers. <laughs> the Doyers. <laughs> Dude, I just, I just couldn't do that. I couldn't make my Sundays all about watching something all day. Yeah. Even if it was MMA all day, I'd be like, I gotta, yeah. I gotta do other things. Yeah, baseball's hella boring. Hella boring. My goodness. Ever watched cricket? I have gone to cricket matches, which are really fun because they last all day and they're in, built into them are meals. Is that so? Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you watch this cricket match? In England. Oh, in England? Yeah. And so what? they Jolly started, old London town. Uh, some of the matches can last days, right? Sure. Yeah. Wow. And they so they build in lunch breaks and, you know, like if you pay whatever tickets you pay for, it gives you access to whatever club is hosting and... We paid for like tickets to uh, a match between I don't even remember I was young, but uh, I was like twenty three. But yeah, we like watched fucking. And you didn't find it boring. No, because it was all about socializing and sort of sitting on picnic blankets around other people, and uh, you know it was very, it was very, it was very like let's hang out, and there happens to be some dudes dressed funny hitting with funny bats and balls. Interesting. And it was all about drinking and socializing and. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. I, I mean, I went. I've been to Dodgers games. I couldn't tell you if I. I mean, I remember specifically the last Dodger game I was at, just talking with my friends the entire time. Yeah. I do not remember a single second of the game. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what happened to me at the Dodgers game too. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool. Let's go hang out and talk to each other. <laughs> totally. At this thing that's happening. Uh, cricket is the national sport of Pakistan. Yeah. And Pakistan. Uh, yeah. When I was there, I've never been to a cricket match, but that's where I learned about cricket. Yeah. And uh, also, it's how boring it is. Yeah. But much like you see people playing hoops on the streets, uh, they're just they're playing cricket just like on the street. Yeah. And Love I'm like, it. well, this is pretty. That's actually pretty exciting because yeah. they're like, you know, they're hitting that ball like right into the street. You yeah. Know? There's, there's cars coming past. Yeah. 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 It's like, now th- this is some cricket I want to see. I want to see that street, street cricket. cricket. <laughs> Yo. Give me that street wanna, cricket. Y'all want to play street cricket? 
no, dude, there's cars around. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the that's the joy. Yeah, we're gonna hit that wicket hard, dude. There's there's stray dogs running around, trying to steal the ball. <laughs> they don't talk like that at all. No, no, they don't. They're not allowed to talk to you if you're a woman. It's why I'm a woman. That's true. No, that's uh, not true. <laughs> anyway, dude, Ferguson, he's on the rise. I, 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 it'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun to watch if he continues this win streak and what it means because he is he is a savage. I. Not one of my favorite fighters, but he is a savage for sure. Yeah. I'm just excited to watch some fights again. No shit. It's been a dry spell. Yeah. It's good, though, because I was I was getting satched. I was getting a little satched. <laughs> and we, that... were, we were about to get skeeted on. <laughs> like, like, dude, the best fights of all times are coming. Yeah, you're Truly, right. Truly. And I literally mean coming. It's good to just let the product, let the sperm production come back. Did you, yeah. Little, little known fact. Okay. Um, uh, Cricket is the national sport of Pakistan. Love it. I already said that. Mm-hmm. But it only takes two days to replenish your supply of sperm. Meaning? Meaning, uh, say you ejaculate on a Monday, by Wednesday, you'll be replenished. What if you ejaculate four times on a Monday? By Wednesday... You'll be replenished. So you could empty your bows out. You could, yeah. You could have nothing coming out. You could just have that like white liquid coming out, you know? Or that, no, sorry, not white, the, the clear liquid. <laughs> when it comes out, <laughs> little, little dust sprays out. <laughs> Sperm dust? <laughs> Damn, I must so, have, dude, I've you, been held with holding that in since 13. Dude, what, how, what is, how, what is, the, like, how many times have you ejaculated in a day? Oh gosh! If I'm, if I'm to go, if I'm to be honest, <laughs> if I'm to be honest, see this, these are the what the presidential debates need to be about, right? <laughs> uh, uh, Senator Clinton, uh, there are claims that Donald Trump has ejaculated uh, eight times in a day. Um, As a young man, I, I, I could not keep my hands off of it. When as soon as I learned what masturbation was, I was like. I have such an addictive personality. I was like, it's on it's, me. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't have any friends. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, it, it's on. This is, this is going to be my national pastime. I'm jacking. <laughs> so I don't know. I probably, I think that even then I would see like how many times I actually uh-huh. could. Yeah. yeah. It's probably like, I don't know, maybe eight, 10. Yeah. Something I'm like the, that. I'm in the, I'm in up in the double too, digits. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, I don't know if I, 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 I couldn't do that now. Maybe with that pill you gave me. By the way, what is that pill? Oh, what, what pill did I give? You I, gave I give s- pills to so I give all kinds of different pills to do different two different people. Yeah, you were like, hey, you got to try this. It's like Viagra, but not. It's like Viagra, but it stays in your system longer. Yeah, what was that? Um, do you it know what it's called? Pure, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm scared to take it. It's so, it's, it's there right next to my bill. Solendafil. Yeah. Solendafil. My goodness. Yeah, and Patrick says this will just get turn you into a I, porn yeah. star. I don't do it on a regular. Yeah, I don't do that on the regular. Um, but it it's okay. No, I mean I. I but uh, yeah, it's uh, if you're like looking to to get at it, and you know it's coming. It's 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 a good little like. It's all good. Right. Does it make it feel better? Yeah, maybe it does. Yeah, huh. yeah. It because the because sensation. because you get just so rock hard. 
Wow. You know, like the sens- your sensations go all haywire. And does it do anything to, like, can you last longer or you last shorter or you can go yeah. more often? All of it. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. So basically it turns you into 13-year-old. It turns yeah. you into a 13 year old. <laughs> I'm you recharge down quicker. I'm down with that. I like it. <laughs> I am so down with that. You know, I will say this too, like, do, f- like fight fighting like you're doing, like practicing training in Muay Thai. Like, yeah. dude, you'll notice a difference in your like sexual beastness just oh. from training. Oh, I have. Yeah. It's interesting just what that all does. And I, I've done a lot of different cardiovascular things. You know, I've ran two marathons in my life. And mm-hmm. I did, that used to do... Yeah, it, this ups your T levels. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It, 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 it makes you want to do so many different things. It makes you want to eat better mm-hmm. so that you don't feel so fucking fat. Yes. When you're running you naturally around. naturally just start eating better. Somebody's trying to punch you in the head. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to quickly duck out of the way. Uh, or I don't want to go in training with, like, a gut full of barbecue. Like, I want to yeah. like I want to feel clean. I want to feel like I'm not about to dump if I get, you know, kicked in the stomach. Yeah. What's crazy is a lot of fighters are smoking cigarettes and stuff like that. It's you've crazy. seen that, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But, I mean, I guess when you're at a certain level or you've been doing it for a certain amount of time, it doesn't matter. How often do you see Joe Schilling? Uh, I haven't seen him in a while. But uh, I think he was in Thailand. Think you'll ever spar, spar, spar against him? Oh my god, that would be awesome. I would. I would. Wouldn't mind getting knocked out by Joe Shane. <laughs> Just to put that put that notch on my belt. Call me. You'll never believe it, dude. <laughs> I just got knocked out by Joe. Hey, Shane. Don. Don. You'll never believe it. Ron. My name is Patrick. <laughs> Who? Right. <laughs> Who? Dilbert. Dilbert. <laughs> You're my son. <laughs> Uh, what happened? Oh, Joe Schilling knocked him. I bet Joe Schilling knocked him out. <laughs> I think that's what's going on. Um, yeah, that... Oh, God. Yeah, that'd be fun. I I was in the ring with some... Not pros, but uh, people that had a lot of more experience than I did. They I, were I, not pros, but they weren't Joes either. Exactly. And speaking of Joes... Oh. Jose Aldo... <laughs> Flew to Vegas today. Yes, ten points. That was a ten that was point a good transition. Oh, yes. that was a good transition. That's why you're the king of the mic. <laughs> That's why you're the king of the mic. That's why this is truly the gentleman's podcast because of segues like that. That was a six seg transition game one hundo. Yeah, uh, Jose, Jose Aldo. Um, yeah, he had that big interview and. Uh, it seems like it's over. I think he's, he's just da- done. He's Dan Hendersoning out. Right. He's I think it, I think his passion for the game is over. Yeah. He Which got is put- crazy because during the press tour before we ever saw Aldo McGregor, McGregor's shit talking was like, this guy's done. You can see it in his eyes. He doesn't want to be in the fight game anymore. Wow. Remember that shit? I do remember. He was right. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I think Jose Aldo's master plan was to beat McGregor and retire. Whoa. Yeah. Patrick, I love your theories today. They're and awesome. It, yeah, and it didn't happen. And so then when it didn't happen, he's like, well, I got to prove that I'm still a fucking beast. And so he yeah. fought Frankie Edgar. He looked amazing. He looked amazing. He whooped on Frankie for five rounds. Yeah. 
He wanted and he wanted or that three rounds, right? He wanted the fight and they didn't give it to him immediately. Was that was two hundred of yeah. Was that five rounds for interim? Yeah. It was a five round fight for the interim title. Um Yeah. He wanted that he wanted Connor. It's like I want Connor. Yeah. He probably wanted to leave with a good payday too. Mm-hmm. But I don't. He's not a. He's definitely not a poor man. He's he's earned a lot of money in his career. Yeah. And I could totally. I, I'm with him. You know, for he. You know, champion for ten years. He's had a lot, of fights. And he's proved his worth time and time again. Yeah. But he's done. Yeah. He's like, I got a restaurant now. Mm-hmm. You know, I got kids. I got a wife and kids. My kids will never go hungry. They're making a movie about me. Yeah. That's interesting. It's like. I would also think that too. Like, um, they're making a biography about me, but I'm still like, I'm still fight. I'm still doing it. Right. I just just doesn't seem as legendary. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I don't know. Someone. I mean, who is it? There's some somebody's playing Jose Aldo. It's not a documentary. About no, no, Jose they're, Aldo. they're making it happen. <laughs> I love it. I I I will say this. It, it's a sad way for him to go out. It is sad, especially since, uh, you know, uh, the large percentage of the audience is just looks at that as him backing out or him, you know, being a wuss. I mean, the, the only thing he has to do, which he just doesn't do because he is who he is, all he has to say is, I'm not going anywhere and I'm not fighting anyone until it is Conor McGregor. Period. And if he put his Easy. foot in the sand on that, like he'd get that fight eventually, or eventually, yeah, or Dana would force Connor to, to to vacate the belt after after he, whatever happens on two hundred five. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but I guess it is he that he truly wants out. I don't understand why he had to make such a big hubbub about it, though. Right. My goodness. He could just be like, "I'm not fighting. I've beaten that division up and down." My goodness, fighting. though. Yeah. What? Why? You're right. I mean, he could have made it so simple on himself. Yeah. And also the reality of it is like... He's got nothing to risk. What is it, what's going to happen? Dana's like, well, I'm stripping you of your interim belt if you won't fight Max Holloway. He's like, okay. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I want to fight Conor McGregor. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Why? Why? It, it, but also... I, the why it la- is... It, it, lacks, it lacks some integrity too because he signed a contract. He signed a contract. He signed a contract. And when it didn't go his way, he's out. My heart's not in it anymore. Yeah. Well, George St. Pierre got out of his. Which leads me to my point, And I'm sure this is will alienate anyone who's listening. And on the outline, I have it written as basically this. Aldo's a big pussy. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Damn, you heard it here, people. He's a big pussy. Wow. A big one? Dude, play the game. It's the fight business. Yeah, I'm a purist. It, Fuck you. It, it is interesting. Uh, and it's a big difference between Brazilian fighters and uh, the rest of the fighters. Right. I, I think they need to catch up. Yeah. They do because they're all about like, oh, no, this is... We're fighting for honor, and we're not about we're not about uh, just talking trash. And mm-hmm. you've you've uh, you've shamed me, yeah. You know, like and all this stuff. It's like, well, 
come on, man. Yeah, Take a deep breath. No one cares. Yeah, yeah. No one, no one cares. It's dude, <laughs> biggest payday of his life probably was Conor McGregor, the Conor McGregor fight. Yeah, and it didn't. He didn't have to do much. <laughs> Thirteen seconds of work and probably half a million dollars. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Ding dong. Achos. <laughs> Dude, uh, I don't think he's a pussy. I don't. I don't. I don't want to like. Yeah, I'm not. You know. I don't. I love Aldo. He's he's been great for the sport and he's been a great champion, but not that great. Mm. You know, the simple fact that he's going out in a whisper doesn't show that he, you know. There's no like fucking parade for him leaving. It's just he just goes out after he got dusted. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because I mean it sounds like he was trying to quit before and they. Convinced him to do a few more fights. Yeah. And now he just wants a way out. But gosh, why do you, why do you got to go out yeah. whining? Yeah. It, you know, I don't know. We could speculate on things like GSP. We could speculate on things like RDA versus Ferguson. We could speculate on things like Jose Aldo. But truly, it's like, are we just speculating because it's been forever since there's an event? And it's like, because there's been forever an event? What do we do with our Saturdays during this break on UFC? Wow, good. That's a, <laughs> that was a good segue to, Dude, to seg- like a topic that probably didn't need to be said. <laughs> what do we do with our Saturdays? Yeah, what what have we been doing with our Saturdays? I've been, uh, I've been, I've been with my lady. I've been full lady time. I went out on my sailboat. Nice. Are you going to come out? Sunday, right? You it's guys going, lobster season. You're going people. lobster hunting. It's lobster season, and uh, that you and lobsters. Are, you, tw- and are, you and E are going to go catch some lob, right? I'm hoping so. Yeah, yeah. We're going to dive down to the bottom of the sea and grab those fuckers. <laughs> grab those little fuckers. Uh, That's going to be so funny for you because you're such a sweetie to animals. Yeah, it is. Uh, the whole fishing thing has been weird. I love fishing. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'll be doing if, if I come with you. I'll be on the deck fucking... Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. You could get a little, some snorkel stuff and grab a spear, too. Mm. Yeah. You want to do the... I'm a fisherman. There's, yeah, there's a lot of fish down there. But yeah, the spear thing is is gnarly. Yeah. It's super gnarly. Dude, what's that like for you? Killing, uh, killing a well, fish? Well, like to be that. honest, I, cry, I cried. I cried the first time I did it. That's our music playing in my ears. Whoa. What happened? Sorry, I have to turn off that music. We're We're done. And we're done. Uh, No, I cried the first time that I I shot a fish down there. I was like crying. We call that buck fever in the hunting world. Buck fever. Like the first time you kill a deer, like you have this weird... It can be, it can, it can equate to a thousand, it come out in a thousand different ways from like hysterically crying to within seconds, hysterically laughing to within seconds, hysterically crying again. Wow. Um, and the, are you? <laughs> like it is, it is a fever. I mean, it is like, have you uh, killed a buck? Uh huh. Oh, geez. Yeah, and, and you had that. It. I certainly got it. Why? Why? Why does I it come on? I started shivering. My chin, my chin, like my chin started la, 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 like clattering, and I was like crying and snotting and like. Why does it happen? You take a life of something majestic. Yeah. And you feel it. And if you're a young kid, you know, you you feel it. It's you know, it's a rite of passage, for some cultures. Yeah, I think we're definitely attached to 
uh, larger animals. Like, I doubt that there's a thing called, like, squirrel fever or mouse fever. It, it can happen. It, it could happen, but I don't think that the people aren't giving it a nickname like your buck fever. Yeah. <laughs> mouse fever. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of buck fever, but I, I, yeah, I, uh, I definitely, I love all creatures. And for the longest time, I was a vegan and uh, recently started eating meat, but I feel like I gotta, ha- I got, I need to experience the what it's like to yeah. take the life of something that I'm eating, you know. And it's also much healthier, but I think it's something that I need to connect with. Who knows? I could go back to that lifestyle, but yeah. I feel like I've missed out but on an experience. It. But yeah, know it for sure. It's important, and it's not. Uh, I don't feel like I don't feel like uh happy when it happens mm-hmm. you know uh but i, I recently I'm, i don't feel necessarily sad yeah i'm just more like thankful like okay yeah. we there, did there's that. something rewarding about working for your food whether it's farming it or killing it oh. i don't know how this lobster thing's gonna be because you you go down there and you just reach in reach into that cubby hole pull and you your... pull them out Pull out a big ass lob, dude. But you know, I've bu- killed so many. Bugs. I've killed a lot of. Th- I've hunted and killed a lot of fish creatures for sure, and, and mammals as well. But more fish than anything, and I don't feel it at all anymore. You're just like you're gone. Yeah, I caught a like a. I, caught, I went, went golden trout fishing a while ago, and dude, I yanked my first one in and was like, filleted that motherfucker right there, and like went and got my little cook stove and ate it right there. Wow, it was just like. Mm. I felt nothing. Wow, except uh, full. Maybe, maybe when I started to like, full, like cut it up, like you know, gut it and stuff, I was like, God damn, like this is barbaric, ain't it? It is barbaric. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I uh, I caught a uh, a bass, a sea bass, uh, when I was out in Catalina with a spear, and I had to swim like a mile back to the boat, and I was just dragging its corpse uh, on the end of the spear. It was it was kind of gruesome. Yeah, but. We got on there and chopped him up, threw his head in the water, and onto the grill. Mm-hmm. And he was delicious. And he was delicious. And he was delicious. Um, so, dude, so, yeah, we're talking about a sail trip this weekend. Yeah. With, I, with no UFC, we're going sailing. Yeah. I, it sounds fun. It'll be good to get you on the boat, too, because you were you were one of the original potential, of potential owners. Yeah. Yeah. I really pushed out on that, didn't I? It's okay. I don't resent you much. <laughs> no, it'll be good to have you on the boat. I love people that love boats. I love boats, and I love people that love boats. Do you own your own fishing pole, Patrick? Several. Well, man, this is such a sad story. Uh, sad music. Cue sad music. I had so I have a, a I had a rod case that held three fishing rod held three of my fishing rods. Um, I had five in total at one time, but my girlfriend and I went out, went out to Azusa, and I wasn't sure if we were, what fork we were gonna take. Um, so I brought my fishing rod for just a for a just in case sort of like thing because there's some good fishing out there. Um, rather than like just picking out my fly rod and taking that, um, I'm just like oh, I'll just grab the case that holds three and like deal with it once I'm there. We went. My girlfriend and I had a lovely picnic down by the South Fork. Like, no no real fishing down there. It ended up just being us kind of playing in the water and, like, running around playing grab ass. 
and I I left my fucking fishing case at the little spot that we had put our blanket down, and no. we got all the way back to L.A., unloaded the car, and I was just like, hmm. My custom-weighted fly rod, and then my two rods that I had, like, essentially caught, like, some of the biggest fishes of my life. So, sentimentally, you get really attached to gear, you know? Like, this is my... I call this one the trout killer. I call this one... Whoa. Yeah, I call... That's actually... That's awful. It's awful. I lost... That's a great treasure for someone. Yeah. But... Oh, yeah. Someone fucking scored a thousand dollars worth of fishing Yeah, those fly rods are crazy. Those are expensive. And I had one. It was custom-made for me. Oh, that's so nerdy. Yeah, but I, <laughs> but I come. I from still, a, I come, I still I come, feel for you. Yeah, I come from a river town, man. Like I come from fishing country. Wow, it sucked. I was so just like ah. Oh. Wow. Yeah, it was a good lesson for my girlfriend because she learned that I am sort of forgetful. <laughs> She's like, "Wow, do you do that a lot? Like you kind of like lose things?" And I'm like. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> how, how much weed did y'all smoke? She doesn't smoke weed. Oh, but how much did you smoke? Oh, as uh, maybe I don't. I don't. When I smoke weed, I don't like just rip into it. Huh. But I definitely got high. Oh, interesting. Not that that has anything to do with it. I just uh, I was wondering, curious. Yeah. No, but that is so sad. The fly rods. I um. Well, I, I, well, fly rods. But I had my other, my, just my my real, my, just my like regular rods. Wow. I got a chance to do some fly fishing on the Idaho uh, River. Oh, nice! I bet Shay's a fly. I bet Shay fly fishes. Uh, yeah, and his brother's like super into it. And I was like, "This is so much fun. Mm-hmm. This is way funner than normal fishing." Dude, and then when you did you did you catch any? I did not know. When you catch one, that's when you fucking shit your pants huh. because it's all this fun work, and it's like, "Wow, I'm not bored. I have to like think about what I'm doing." But when you hook one, you realize why fly fishing is so fun, and it's because those rods. Are so nimble, and the and the fly line itself is is such a small test that the fish literally just runs off to fucking you know Terre Haute, Indiana, and you have to like sit there and reel and fight and like depending on how big it is, like you are you are fighting a fish. It is a full on fight when wow. you catch something on a fly rod, especially wow. a big one. It is it is. I mean, the first like the biggest fish I ever caught on on a brown trout took me forty minutes to get in. And it took all my line out. Like it eventually just like the end, all the backing, everything. Like I was down to just the like reel and the final loop. My goodness. Yeah. Shit's fun. Wow. Uh, You ever seen those Japanese rods? The tiny ones for tiny fish? (laughs) No. uh, It's like fly fishing, but there's no um, reel on it. So it's it's just like a big, long hole. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's very similar. You do the same. It's, it's a, a lot yeah, of the cane same. Cane rod, yeah. Cane rod, yeah. It's a very similar technique, but you're holding on to the. Um, mm-hmm. And you just you, you kind of jerk them in, right? Yeah. You hook them and you pull them in. Yeah, that's that's some seriously nerdy stuff right there. When you get into that. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I don't know, but I when I tried it, I was like, I really enjoy this. Let me go get a rod, and I was uh, floored by how expensive they were. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's very it's a lot i was like uh, i'll just buy a spear gun because <laughs> it's like 45 dollars off craigslist it's astronomically <laughs> cheaper i'd buy a spear gun and some scuba gear and uh, a boat and <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm good. But I'll, I'll just you really quit. You screwed yourself, pal. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just quit fly bridging. Um, yeah. Well, Patrick, it's been a really great podcast. It's been a great podcast. It's been an amazing podcast. Um, I do you have anything else you want to add to the cast? Just that it's it's a blast. To yeah. cast with my buddy Ron. I really enjoyed your all of your segues. Um, I you enjoyed really, I enjoyed our healthy banter. Yeah, you brought the heat today. Um, I'm I feel competitive, so next week I'm gonna bring some serious segues. Next week, segue responsibility is on Ron. You heard it here, people. Bring it, bring it. Thanks um, for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Wolf Ticks. Oh. They're selling you all wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. Wolf tickets,